The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof! Double woof right there. I was a little bit concerned that the first woof would not register because the game hadn't loaded yet, but I think it did. We're going to go with that narrative. A little uh, secret to share with you all. To be completely honest with you, uh, sometimes Wolfie barks when the world is still loading, you know, like sometimes when you can still see the void, like right when you click play, load the map or whatever, uh, and I skipped that one. I skipped that one and have to wait for the next bark, that one, to uh, to start the episode. In case you wanted some behind-the-scenes Farlands of Bustitude. We're going to take all of these pumpkins with us today. No, we're not. Uh, I am going to arrange these in a way that is more interesting than they are currently arranged. Because we found out... This is 18? Did I not count 18? I guess I could find out when I pick them all up. 18 pumpkins! How come you can never find this many when you're playing Minecraft Bingo? You can never find one when you need it. But, uh, regardless, 18 pumpkins and 536 episodes of Far Lands or Bust. Because this is episode 536 for today, your first day of December, which is a Tuesday of 2015. Happy December, everybody. Ni 19! We undersold the amount of pumpkins that were here. These are 19 pumpkins that we have. So we shall and will... How does 19... Woof. Uh, let's make some sort of crazy thing here. Uh, I'm getting a little bit carried away. That's all right. It's all right to get carried away. We're making a a, a a pyramid of pumpkins protuberating. Oh, then I think I probably could just go straight over here, could I not? I hope this works. So I'll be very disappointed if it doesn't. <laughs> um, all right. Stay there. Oh. Oh. Interesting. You can't place pumpkins on the side of a block. You have to place it on the bottom of a block. I guess that makes sense. Oh, he's still got three pumpkins left. What sort of silliness is happening here? Oh, this is this is wrong. This was a wrong thing that I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I know, Wolfie. We're getting going soon. I'm I'm making artwork. Uh, one, two, three. I know what I can do. One. Two, and then for the coupe de gras, just put one on the top. The flying V formation of pumpkinosity, and we can pick up our helmet again. I should just let it despawn to be done with it once and for all. But whatever. All right, we must uh, get rid of our scaffolding now as well. It's only just and right. Of course, it would have been really amazing if I had actually made these all jack-o'-lanterns, but. That's beside the point. Let's... we will illuminate it from within. There we go. So here it is, my friends. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> the... the flying V 
of pumpkinosity. That'll make for oh, I gotta do it more. Wolfie over here. I'm 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 arranging my thumbnail. Oh, now you look. Alright, anyway, you screw. Very interesting indeed. 19 pumpkins in a single patch. Or perhaps those were two or three patches that just happened to patch together. But yeah, sorry, a little bit of a late start to actually doing the episode here. Because, like I said, it's episode 536. It is Tuesday, December 1st. And we have passed, speaking of numbers, we have passed $10,000 raised for Child's Play Charity this season. $10,142.93 have been raised for Child's Play Charity here in season 6 of Firelands Bust. I want to appreciate and thank everybody who has donated thus far. Had a lot of good, very generous donations. All, all the all the donations, every single donation is generous, but you know, you know what I mean. You catch my drift over at farlandsorbust.com is where you can donate and ask a question with your donation. And now I've got quite a few questions. So, yes, we've got plenty, plenty to go around for at least three or four more episodes of Farlands or Bust. But that doesn't mean you can, uh, you need to stop uh, donating. You can keep donating. Like I said, farlandsorbust.com goes all to Child's Play Charity. Getting toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Indeed. Yeah, so that's cool. That's really cool. I'm 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 very happy that we passed ten thousand dollars. I was honestly a little bit afraid that we wouldn't reach ten thousand before the end of the year. Maybe I'll have to think of some sort of end of year goal. Not necessarily the Jason Statham initiative, but of the sim similar. <coughs> oh gosh, watch your step. All right, you know what? I've got to make use of this liquid that I can continue carrying around with me. So whoa! And Wolfie's not going to use it. Gonna spawn, Wolfie. Spawn, spawn, Wolfie. I think he spawned. Yeah, he's fine. Oop, I'm all disoriented. So yeah, a little bit worried. So yeah, I might uh, think of something for uh, end of the year, sort of little uh, thing, thing to do. Let's reach this, and and we'll do this or that or whatever. We'll we'll figure it out. I'll think of something. And uh, I do appreciate everybody's continued support there. Uh, some continued uh, support for the last episode. Hitting on some different differentiating topics. Although I suppose not that much. I think I, I was actually just in a conversation with some folks after a spirited game or two of Rocket League. Talking about YouTube and plans and stuff. And the last episode of Farlands Bus came up and... Yeah, it kind of it made me. Rem I, I I talked about being shy, socially awkward, inept, or anxious, uh, introversion even, and, and it makes me remember. Probably I can't remember what episode was it was. It had to have been early. It was early after I started Farlands of Bust, or like walking to the Farlands. Farlands of Bust wasn't a thing until much later, uh, like episode thirty or something like that. But in the teens, maybe it was like fourteen or fifteen episode. Episode fourteen or fifteen. Uh, there was certainly the one episode where we first heard from Dr. Brian Lorgon111. He asked about my video game history. That was a well-received episode and kind of one of the first times I'm like, hmm, a lot of people seem to be watching this and have enjoyed this topic that I talked about and enjoyed me talking about it. Hmm, he said at the time, quizzically stroking his non-existent beard at the time. Uh, another episode that got similar response was the episode in which I explained why I started the YouTube channel to have fun. Yes, I was inspired by 
the fact that I really enjoy watching other people's Let's Plays. It, it seems like a fun thing to do, a different way to play video games. Uh, but uh, on another side of the coin, I was really... Remember when that was still a problem? Well, it still is a problem for me, but remember that? Um, it was uh, because I was, for my entire life, quite introverted. Although I didn't know it at the time, introverted. I just thought I was shy and really terrible at making or keeping friends or anything like that. Or, or new connections with people or just really bad at group projects in school or what, you know, whatever. Uh, but I'm like, maybe, maybe, actually sitting down in the comfort of my computer and in the comfort of video games, I can somehow work on that, not necessarily cure myself, but kind of practice a skill of, of socializing and talking and getting comfortable with my voice, as it were. Uh, and that is one of the original reasons, phone going off, that I started the YouTube channel and, and kind of decided, yes, this is a thing I want to do. It will be an experience, a growth, an experience for growing uh, and and uh, becoming, hopefully, a, a, a better Kurt J. Mack. Uh, and I remember that, that episode was well-received, too, because a, a lot of people are very on the same similar wavelengths wave, wave uh, and, and of similar experiences. So I think that struck a chord. So yeah, those, those sort of topics tend, tend to strike chords and uh, get good responses. So I do appreciate that. And, and it's still, like I said, people still, even from that single episode, I talked about it more beyond then, but even from that single episode, talk about, ooh, being... Uh, too shy or, or introverted or, or maybe it's okay to have only one or two real friends or, or you know as opposed to going out and having a big uh, entourage or, or, or huge amounts of friends from, from school or from work or whatever you know uh, so meh yeah I just felt like bringing that up again so indeed appreciate it appreciate it indeed and uh, actually I got a few questions like those in the with the donations and a, a few other questions. Um, let's see. Oh, we had a, speaking of generous donations, I can get uh, this one mentioned, from Matthew, very generous donation to Child's Play Charity, and just had a, no question, but uh, just a, 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 some kind words. Matthew says he's been watching, or sorry, he's been anxious to try Grow Home ever since he watched my Let's Play. And now that it's finally available for Linux and Steam OS, he's enjoying it very much. I'm reading this in the third person. I uh, just wanted to say thanks for that series and keep searching out fun, unique games like that. And I will do. Minecraft was one of these fun, unique games that I seeked out and started to play and then decided to do YouTube stuff on it. So uh, it certainly worked uh, halfway decent for me so far. So I'm going to keep doing that. And I do appreciate your support for Child's Play Charity. Uh, and uh, helping get get uh, good good work done by them. And uh, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And a grow homeness. Yeah, grow home was a really cool game and uh, kind of a surprise cool game coming from frickin. Who did it come from? I almost wanted to say Codemasters, but that was wrong. It came from uh, Reflections. Reflections, the same the same uh, studio that brought you Driver. <laughs> Driver San Francisco and the Driver games and, and Destruction Derby 2, which was just like, what? But no, it makes sense that 
Uh, it was kind of just a, a side project by a, a team that was there, and they decided to fully uh, release it, so that was really cool. And yeah, I do keep an eye out. I have I have a list. I have a list of these games to play that I just have to get around to playing. You, I get on these schedules with series as is. Obviously, Far Lines of Bust, I got the Dirt Rally, I'm doing the Formula One thing, I got the, the Rocket League I want to keep interest in, I uh, just started Tomb Raider, and and it's easy to get in just a mode, and I can see how people who have many more series than that can just get in a conveyor belt uh, of making these videos. Uh, but for me personally, I, I do kind of enjoy the one-off, I have a whole playlist called one-off uh, games, just the... You know, the walking simulator things are, uh, you know, a little, you know, obviously Grow Home was a little bit more than that. It in and of itself was a was a series, but, uh, but yeah, I often do look forward to, and, and I just, maybe I, I gotta like give myself a quota, like maybe per week or per month, do this many non-series games, just one-offs or whatever. Uh, so I'll, I'll definitely uh, be, I've, I've, get, I've kept my eye open and I've got a Steam wish list full and a Steam library full of games that I've purchased but not have yet played that I gotta get around to. Let's make that uh, a goal before the end of December. Woof, Wolfie agrees. This one from an anonymous donor. Of all the different types of science... Science! (laughs) Which one is your favorite? Well, I'll have to go, obviously, with the astronomy, which I suppose can also encompass your... uh, Cos- cosmology, your planetary geology, ah, that sort of stuff. Even your physics is probably above and beyond astronomy, but you know what I mean. The whole physical realm of the universe and whatnot probably go in that direction. Probably definitely go in that direction. I mean, all science is pretty cool. I don't know that there's much. Culinary science, maybe I, I don't grasp as well, but <laughs> ah, jokes. But yeah, obviously that was probably the answer you would have assumed I would have said. I suppose if I'm to keep it non-astronomical, geology, geology, which you really can't focus or talk about geology without without thinking astronomically and source of all these different rocks and minerals and and molecules and atoms on, on certain this planet or other planets without thinking of how they came to be. So it's all, I, I pretty much think all the sciences are pretty well intertwined. You really can't consider one without the others. I don't think is typically how they work. So yeah, that's a cool question. Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Doc Glasses with their donation. Oh, I appear to have Got myself corralled here. Corraldus. Corralis. Get it? Corralis. Anyway. Dark Glasses asks... This is posed a little bit weird wording, but I'll still read it as, as was written. I understand that you are hairless. What, like a chihuahua? Or... <laughs> um, what is your hat situation? I've mentioned this before, but hats and kerchief Mac do not mix too well. I have a, v- a very large head. I know some people say, oh, I have a big head. No, no. My head is ginormous. Gigantic, 
Irish head and the vast majority, if not all hats, do not fit me. Uh, specifically, I mean, you know, people say, oh, just get an adjustable hat. Specifically adjustable hats, they do not adjust enough. There's no adjustment left. <laughs> the the snapback baseball hats, uh, even some beanie caps uh, are, that you'd think would be of stretchable fabric are, are no good for me. I feel like I'm having my brain squeezed out of my ears. Like the little, the stylish kind of thin beanie caps. I gotta get the full-on wool, big heat insulating thermal watch caps or whatever. Careful of A! Alright, let's uh, let's get you one of these. Um, my inventory. Oh, that's why my inventory inventory is full. I got all these extra tools that are gonna break. There you go. Uh, you know, also I'm carrying around this stupid helmet <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. Um, let's get rid of it today. <laughs> let's, uh, let's find a spawner and just dump it in one of the spawner chests. Why don't we? We do. We shall! We will. More pumpkins! So, uh, yeah, hats are really tough to wear, and because of that, I, I haven't ever worn them that much, ever, so that when I do wear, or try to wear, I feel like I look weird and I am uncomfortable, and and I'm unsure how to act. <laughs> I feel restrained in the brain, and uh, yeah, I do own a few fitted caps, and for those of you who know your fitted cap sizes, they normally stop at 8. I am either a 7 and uh, 7 eighths or a 7 and uh, 4 fifths or, you know, whatever. There's, there's, two, there's two sizes before the biggest size 8. I am one of those two. Uh, and uh, it, it depends. And I recently just also bought a fitted hat that I thought would fit that was actually a size bigger than the size I normally get and it didn't fit. So, uh, yeah, hats generally are not things that I, I wear. So I have to embrace what you call hairlessness. Uh, I would just call less hairness. <laughs> not not all the hair I was born with. Uh, although recently, speaking of the... Hey, I was just speaking of the Jason Statham initiative. Uh, actually growing back the hair a little bit, seeing if it can... Uh, I think I can, I think I can, uh, just to see what's up with that. It was certainly, it's it's very convenient in the summers in Phoenix to not have to worry about... That was, you know, growing back my hair, I'm starting to notice certain occasions where when you get sweaty, your hair gets all wet, and I've, I, that's just a thing I completely forgot about since I was doing buzz cuts all the time. Uh, that's an inconvenient and kind of uncomfortable mess to deal with, but now that it's winter, it's actually been quite cold. Well, relatively speaking, it's been quite cold in Phoenix, getting down, hovering around freezing overnight, which is maybe usual for the middle of January for a couple of days, but it's been pretty consistently around there, uh, and, and, and nigh even nearly getting into the 60 degree Fahrenheit range during the day. And like I said before, sure, 60 degrees in, like, Florida or Illinois or something is like, oh, I can go out in jeans and a t-shirt. It's 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 quite nice out. It's quite pleasant. But in the dry desert of Arizona, it 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 feels a lot cooler than it than it should <laughs> because there's no moisture in the air. It's like being in the vacuum of space. There's nothing in the air to hold the temperature 
so specifically, if you get into the, the the shadows, the shade, it's like God. I need a freaking jacket. I, I I am right now wearing a a, a zip up uh, sweater situation thing, uh, a hoodie, but without a hoodie. What are these things called? You know, they got the little little bit of a neck to them, but they're, they don't. There's no actual hoodie, but it's a zip up. You know what? You know what I mean? Track jacket, but it's not obnoxiously colored. Uh, anyway, I digress. But uh, yeah, it's actually a little bit uh, a little bit cool out. I took Eva out this this morning about like what was it like 8:30 a.m. and I could see my breath. This is craziness. I can see my breath. It's, it's the reason I moved down here. <laughs> it's a way from being able to see my breath. It's, it's my soul escaping. No, I don't. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, there's that. So yeah, not not huge on the hats. Uh, oh, uh, when it is appropriate to answer the question, what is changing as a result of the Patreon survey? Will the results ever be published? Curious about how my answers compared to others. Uh, well, actually, well, here, here, here's the gist. The vast majority of viewers might not be Patreons, but those of you who are, I appreciate it. Uh, on my Patreon, I don't advertise it too much. Maybe I should advertise it more. I am kind of in this weird limbo where I'm obviously have been raising money for charity. So I think for me, as opposed to, say, another channel who doesn't do charity work, not saying they're doing anything wrong, but maybe they don't have a continuous charity event going on like I do with Far Lands Robust, they might find it a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit, there's no question to the, to the fan funding thing versus the charity, I suppose. So yeah, I'm a little bit of a, I've always felt a little bit of a weird place, but it, th those who have embraced it and who have helped out certainly don't feel that way and feel uh, that there is certainly a difference and and uh, I appreciate both sides of the coin donating to charity or, or, or donating not or I'm sorry tipping I suppose we can look at it tipping fan funding through patreon or, or elsewhere uh, but yeah I, I had a survey that I gave to all my patrons to give me you know what they thought of my current content of the rewards on patreon perks and, and whatnot and uh, I wanted to I wanted to on this December 1st get some changes done for the beginning of December 1st because each each, each uh, month of support happens on the first like the the pledges go through on the first uh, but I obviously didn't get that around to that so it's gonna have to be a new year thing uh, but yeah there are going to be changes not major changes simplification definitely I want to simplify things make things simpler for you guys as well as myself uh, come up with some additional more continual rewards versus the one time like here's a mug reward but uh, yeah be looking for that then uh, over the course of this month and then starting beginning of next year I do appreciate uh, since you are a patron and you said you answered those questions uh, I appreciate it and uh, yeah there you go thanks for the donation to Child's Play Charity as well let's go to sleep <laughs> And I stayed awake too lateness. There's a bunch of creepers who spawn this. Woof, Wolfie sees them. Ness. How am I doing on wood? Doing alright on wood. Let's see here now. Whoa! Gosh. They they spawn like pumpkins. <laughs> so there's five creepers over there. Uh let's see now. Sheldon from Ontario, what is your favorite moment of any past 
Farlands Bust episode, mine is still the floating block of ice. Can you still sing it? Gull. Uh, on a side note, have oh. you ever played Top Gear on the Super Nintendo? Is one of my favorite racing games of all time, right next to Drive or San Francisco. That was a cheaty death hole. Uh, no, I never owned a, a Super Nintendo. It's kind of a callback to the uh, my video game history. I, I went straight from a regular Nintendo NES to a PlayStation, so I kind of skipped a whole two generations of, of gaming consoles. But, uh, so yeah, no, I never played that. I didn't realize one existed. The, uh, the next, the, the first question was favorite moment, floating block of ice. Yeah, a lot of those could be encapsulated in those Far Lands of Bust flashbacks, which I just looked up, and the last uh, one we had was back in May of this year. And then before that, it was like a year before, in 2014. So I gotta think of more... It's really tough when suddenly we have 536 episodes to choose from. It's kind of... everything starts to blur together and it's hard to remember which moments were highlight-worthy. Um, I certainly am open to suggestions. But yeah, certainly those those things are, are highlights. Um, you know, the beginning of, of the Season 3? Where uh, we invoked the hidey hole paradox. It's probably my favorite as a video maker to take that kind of narrative command of the series. That narrative twist was very interesting to have that, you know, to have that work out and not really spoil the overall series as a non scripted kind of vlog vlog, uh, podcasty type of series, uh, but still be able to, you know, take some creative liberties. It's always nice to be able to do uh, with that. So that, probably, as, as a video creator, I, I poured the most work into that as a as an event and as an episode, both technically and, and just, uh, uh, you know, the process, uh, but also to make it work. Uh, so yeah, probably, probably that, you know, Flabathon's Nonwithstanding, uh, there there were a lot of interesting things that happened there, and just you know the stuff you can't really script, you know <laughs> the stuff about like even the last Flabathon we were like, hi, hey, we haven't had a, a a pink sheep the entire Flabathon, and then uh, I think it was Rosie came on and invoked the pink sheep, and there it was. <laughs> so it was like totally scheduled, like whoa, that uh, you can't plan that stuff. So yeah. I mean, even uh, exploring the floating point precision boundary in the last season was a really cool, you know, another little, uh, a narrative, sort of, that you can work into it. Where we had to go back to, to check out the jitteriness and do some science there. Kind of one of the the most obvious visual cues of actually being this far out in a, in a Minecraft world, in, in Minecraft beta 1.7.3, so... But but yeah, for for myself, I, I'd say definitely the the Heidi Hole paradox getting saving Wolfie, I believe was the name of that uh, episode. Had some fun with that. Let's see here. I suppose the beginning of December here. Whoa, we can uh, we can answer this question. This is an overall reaching question from a. Anonymous donor. And remember, this might be accidentally anonymous, but uh, all the donations through Child's Play Charity come in anonymously to me. Uh, so I only see your comment and the amount you donated and the time you donated, obviously. 
Uh, unless you have gone through the trouble to make an account with the Child's Play charity widget system, which most of most of you don't have to, and most of you don't, uh, they all come in anonymous. So if you do want to be known for your question or, or whatever, then leave it in the actual comment box. Uh, but this one was anonymous, and they simply ask why. Why walk to the far lands? Why do it for charity? And why the Child's Play charity? How much time do we have? <laughs> um, um, that's a tough one. And we could, like I said, go all the way back to the beginning as to why I started a YouTube series. Both to have fun, seemed interesting. People said I had a good radio voice. I think that would apply to this sort of work. And uh, I didn't even realize it could be a sort of work, quote-unquote, at the time. It took me until well after I had, say, 10,000 subscribers before I even joined the partner program to, to earn ad revenue or whatever. And th that was even after I'd quit my job. <laughs> so I, I didn't even quit my job with the idea that I would be a YouTuber. Um, but, you know, I started out in the first 10 episodes of a regular old Minecraft series. And I learned about the Farlands through Notch, his, his blog post. And I'm like, this seems interesting. Why not do that on this little beginning YouTube series that I have going on? It's it's something I would have probably done if I was just playing the game. Tried to, to see or reach the Far Lands. Um, so that's kind of the reason. Just I was inspired at the time, and now, now I'm in too deep. Can't turn back now. So that's why the Far Lands. And that's why we haven't updated from Beta 173, because this actually contains the Far Lands. Uh, certainly not about Guinness World Records or, or anything like that. Um, why? For charity, uh, that was just another... I had already been walking to the Far Lands for 30-some-odd episodes, or 20-some-odd episodes, I suppose, uh, if you, you know, subtract the first 10 episodes where I wasn't walking to the Far Lands. And I, I'm like, well, I could, you know, this is getting a lot of interest from people, a lot of viewers and subscribers are finding this back back in the wee old YouTube days of summer 2011. And I'm like, I, I could turn, you know, this is the first time I've ever had anything like go viral or uh, have interest from people on the internet uh, to me or something I'm creating. So I, I, maybe I gotta be able to, maybe there's gotta be a way to turn this into something, you know, bigger than both the series and myself, but, you know, turn it into some, some positivity, some good stuff. And since I had originally, your final question, asking why Child's Play Charity, I had originally, the reason I heard of Minecraft, I'm sure I would have eventually heard of it, but the reason I first heard of Minecraft was through the Penny Arcade comic, webcomic. Did a kind of a two-part series on getting into playing Minecraft and how addicting it was. And then I'm like, what is this game? Minecraft. Google, Google. First result in Google is David's playthrough of, of Minecraft, uh, X's adventures in Minecraft. So I watched that in entirety, binge-watched it, uh, up until the point he had at the time. He was like on episode 30 or 20 or something like that. So it wasn't a huge series. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was the first series I watched. And then from there I got into Let's Plays and... Uh, you know, from that series, I was convinced to buy the game, so I bought myself a, an alpha early access copy of Minecraft and played, played, played. And, uh, so I can all go back to uh, Penny Arcade, which, if you're wondering where the connection there is, Penny Arcade actually started Child's Play Charity. They're now 
technically two independent organizations, but uh, yeah, Child's Play Charity is originally a, a Penny Arcade charity, and uh, that's why, uh, you know, and they've recognized Farlands of Bust and myself. Uh, I've met the folks at, at the PAX conferences, and they're all good people to continue working with, so that's why I just decided to keep uh, continue supporting them uh, and, and what they do. It's really cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, does that answer the why? There's there's many more whys uh, than, than that, obviously. Some some that I don't share, and so, ooh, hello. Some that uh, I've certainly shared over, over the years uh, that I can't quite remember when or if or where I've said them, but, uh, yeah. Why do you continue to watch and or listen now that there's a podcast edition? Uh, hmm? <laughs> or why... Would someone uh, choose to donate to Child's Play Charity? Do you want to help the charity? Do you like the series? And you want to see it get, be able to press F3? Do you just want to be able to ask a question and get your name said on an episode? You know, there's there's a lot of whys, and they're certainly all justified. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I suppose I uh, that's not one that's come up. I haven't done. I haven't done. I started doing that a lot, like every couple weeks or so I started doing like recap or like introductory episodes for new followers because for a while there yeah I was gaining a lot of subscribers with the articles and, and whatever and this and that and features and plugs and st stuff so I felt like uh, my throat instantly dried out speaking of no moisture in the air in Arizona the uh, I, you know I felt like every so often I had to be like hello new people welcome to Farlands or Bust this is what we're doing this is why we're playing in beta one seven three this is why the world jitters still get a lot of those questions about why the world jitters uh, I'm not gonna say it now because it's the end of the episode and those folks probably haven't stuck around for that to be able to hear that but uh, but yeah I did I started doing a lot of those recaps and uh, I feel like a lot of frequent viewers may have started to get a bit annoyed every time they watch an episode of Farlands of Bust to have to get the same the same spiel over and over again. Hello? Is anybody down here? Kinda just want to make a hidey hole if I could. And I can! Yeah, this'll work. This'll work just fine. And you'll be here too, Wolfie. So let's, uh... Ooh, I don't have quite the resources to make this safe, but... All right, this is one of those moments where I might have made a poor choice. And, uh... We could be, uh... You know, visited by some, uh... Unsavory characters in the night. Um... You know what I should do? I need some blocks here to... Oh, yep, this is, uh, one of those, uh... This is, this could have been one of the times. I think if I place a torch or two down here, we should be all right. Woof, Wolfie thinks so. So, alright, we just gotta make sure to like put the bed right there, that way we have enough space around us to make sure nothing spawns. We'll move Wolfie out of the way, and what do we do? We'll put down the workbench, and we will thank everybody, no matter what the reason why, for joining along here in this episode of Farlands or Bust. I very much appreciate it. Farlandsorbust.com is where you can donate to Child's Play Charity and have perhaps your question answered in a future episode uh, and, and make sure to leave your your name, your nickname, your YouTube name, your Twitter name, whatever uh, with your question. If you want, you can stay anonymous, that's alright. Uh, 
but if you want uh, to be uh, associated with your question or whatever, that that's the way to do it. And I do appreciate that continued support. And uh, like I said before, the continued support of patrons. We'll be having some cool changes in the coming year. Uh, they've even got a, a new design for the Patreon page. So uh, looking forward to spending an inordinate, inordinate, inordinate amount of time designing that in Photoshop or whatever obsessive stuff I get myself into when uh, doing graphic design. And uh, look forward to that. I'm looking forward to uh, the last month of the year here. And then it's on to 2016. 2016, what sort of craziness is that? Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. I'm still not entirely sure this is safe, but let's find out. Insulating thermal.